excerpt from Matthew's account of the true Christmas story. Matthew was one of Jesus' own disciples who wrote up his life story for us to read. And it says this in Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. In his book called It Could Only Happen at Christmas, George Weldon tells a series of Christmas stories connected with his upbringing in America during the 1920s and 1930s. He lived in a small town where the people all knew and relied on each other to get by. And perhaps the most important person in the town was Sheriff Wilder, the county sheriff. Now, back in those days, the police didn't have computers in their cars, mobile phones, or even walkie-talkie radios to communicate. So they relied purely on neighbours telephoning each other to get a message to the sheriff wherever he may be. Well, on Christmas Eve 1927, Sheriff Wilder was doing his favourite job, which was being Father Christmas. He was dressed up in a big red Santa outfit, giving out gifts to the children at a community gala. When a telephone message was sent to a Mr. Julian Foster who lived nearby. It was from one of the sheriff's deputies and it was an urgent call. Apparently, a bull had escaped from its field and wandered right into town, where everybody had run for cover and were waiting to be rescued. When Mr. Foster took this message to the sheriff, though, the version he gave the sheriff was slightly different. Sheriff, Mr. Foster said, your deputy says a mean bully is holding up all the people in town. Well, Sheriff Wilder wasn't going to allow that, and so he jumped in his police car and headed for town with his lights flashing and siren wailing, clearing the way. He didn't even bother to get changed before he went to the rescue. When he got to the edge of the town, he took out his old forty-five revolver and moved from one hiding place to another through the deserted streets looking for this bully who was holding everyone up. However, as he ran from the cover of one building to another, he made one fatal mistake in that he forgot to look behind him. 
And as he ran, he heard a noise approaching from behind like a runaway freight train. And you guessed it, it was the bull who had spotted the bright red Santa outfit on the overweight sheriff running through the streets. When Sheriff Wilder realised he wasn't going to make it to safety, he decided to jump on a pile of wooden chicken coops that were stacked up by the side of a grocery store and climb above the bull instead. But as George Weldon puts it in his book, that old bull wasn't going to be outdone as he lowered his head and took a swipe at the red Santa suit. He hooked it with his horns just as Sheriff Wilder started climbing up the chicken coops. Thankfully, the bull was successful in getting only the seat of the costume, and fortunately, he didn't get any part of the sheriff himself. And now the bull had what it wanted and was tearing the piece of Santa suit to shreds. It left Sheriff Wilder free to climb up as high as possible a pile of crates. To cut a long story short, one of his deputies finally contacted the county's animal control unit, who eventually roped up the bull and took it back to its field. Leaving the good sheriff sat on a pile of chicken coops on Christmas Eve, dressed in a Father Christmas outfit with his trousers ripped open behind for all the town to see. Now that's what you call a bad day at the office. Well, one other person who was having a bad day, but not such a funny one, was Joseph, the fiancé of Mary. Because Mary was expecting a baby that wasn't his. And the crazy excuse that she was using that was that this baby was God's son, the Messiah. And that this was a miraculous conception. Well, let's just say Joseph wasn't buying it. You know, not many people realize that the New Testament doesn't begin with believers like me. It begins with unbelievers, perhaps like you. And the first page of the New Testament is actually about a heartbroken skeptic who became a true believer. It really can happen. And I just want to see three things briefly about how God rescued Joseph from his nightmare situation and from his unbelief. First thing I want us to see is that the Lord convinced him of Mary's story. Verse 20 in the Bible passage says, But after he had considered this, that is, breaking up with Mary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Very simply, God sent an angel to Joseph in a dream to tell him that Mary wasn't lying. The baby in her womb really was put there by the Holy Spirit and had to be so because this wasn't a beginning for the baby. It was a becoming. God the Son, the second person of the Holy Trinity who had always existed, was becoming a man to save us. And so an unusual conception was needed to bring him into the world. I guess like me, you've often said that truth is stranger than fiction. Well, it is, isn't it? A man 
legally named Santa Claus, was elected to the city council of North Pole, Alaska, in 2015. A woman in New York gave birth to two boys, exactly two years apart, both on Christmas Day. And a hotel in Dubai displayed a Christmas tree covered in 181 pieces of jewellery valued at more than $11 million. Truth is stranger than fiction. And the miraculous birth of Jesus is perhaps the greatest example of all. It's strange, but it's true. In fact, the renowned atheist Huxley declared that as a scientific man, he could not reject Christianity on the grounds of the virgin birth of Christ, as there were millions of such births in the lower forms of life. Timber snakes, sharks, guppies, turkeys, lizards, and so on, often have virgin births. And so he concluded it certainly isn't beyond God's power to bring his son into the world this way. No, God settled it in Joseph's mind that Mary was telling the truth. And I hope he does that for you too. The virgin birth is a foundational truth in our faith. But secondly, he not only convinced him of Mary's story, but he clarified Jesus' mission. And this was important to help him see why all this was necessary. Verse 21 in the Bible says, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Notice, Jesus Christ came to be a saviour. Not a teacher, not a holy man, not an example, but a saviour. Someone who would rescue us from all our sins. As the hymn writer said, Jesus my saviour to Bethlehem came, born in a manger to sorrow and shame. Oh, it was wonderful, blessed be his name, seeking for me, for me. And that's what he was born for. In Luke 19 verse 10, the Lord Jesus himself said, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. You see, friends, you and I have been lost from God by Adam's sin in the Garden of Eden and by our own sins which we've piled on top of that. But the Lord Jesus was born to Mary so he could grow up and die on the cross as a substitute for sinners like you and me who put our trust in his saving work to get us to heaven. And as the angel said, that's why his name was to be called Jesus. Because the name Jesus means the Lord saves. That's what he came to do. Even for sceptics like Joseph. <laughs> what an amazing thing for Joseph to realise that his saviour was in Mary's womb. And so Christmas is not actually about getting into debt. It's about God getting us out of debt from our sins. It's not about putting on weight, but about losing the weight of sin that would drag us down to hell. Isn't that good news? I do hope you'll take the advantage of it and put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ while you can. You know, none of us knows when our time will come. In 1964, the American comedian Bob Hope was doing shows for the army during the Vietnam War. And on Christmas Eve that year, he landed at Saigon Airport. But there was a 10-minute delay in getting the luggage off the plane. 
Eventually, as the military drove them through the crowded streets of Saigon to their hotel, fire engines started to overtake them, and they were told to wait for clearance. Well, when they finally got through, they found a bomb planted by terrorists had gone off right outside their hotel, aimed to destroy the entertainers and their convoy. That 10-minute delay had saved their lives. You know, stories like that and near misses in life let us remember that we can't afford to throw away our opportunities to get saved. The Bible says now is the day of salvation. So if you've yet to do so, pray to the Lord and ask him to be your saviour. It's why he came. And then thirdly, God not only convinced Joseph of Mary's story and not only clarified Jesus' mission, but he confirmed Isaiah's prophecy. As verse 22 in the Bible says, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So in this angelic dream, God reminded Joseph that what was happening was actually nothing other than what Isaiah the prophet had prophesied 740 years earlier. And in a way, it was to be expected because God always fulfills his word. The virgin birth was what he had predicted. And although I don't have time to go into it now, I'd like to say that one of the most powerful pieces of evidence that anyone can consider for Jesus Christ and the Bible being true is the fulfillment of prophecy. You don't have to go far into that study before you realise Jesus just couldn't have been that lucky to fulfil all the hundreds of prophecies written about him especially this one and others like it, to do with the circumstances of his birth. That's one thing no baby is in control of, unless, of course, they're God. And if you want a more scholarly study of it, I refer you to the mathematician and scientist, Dr. Peter Stoner, who calculated the odds of all these prophecies coming true. It's absolutely mind-boggling. So yes, God turned Joseph's nightmare and unbelief around He went to bed a sceptic and got out of bed a believer. In more ways than one, it was the start of a brand new day. And it can be for you too. In Acts chapter 16 verse 31, it says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. And I pray that each one of us here will do that. We're going to sing again now before the Sunday school come to do their nativity play. Uh, We're going to sing, O Little Town of Bethlehem. And this is uh, one of my favourite carols personally. town of Bethlehem how still we see you lie above your deep and dreamless sleep the silent stars go by yet in your dark streets shining 
is everlasting life. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in you tonight. For Christ is born of Mary and gathered all above. While mortals sleep, the angels keep their watch of wandering love. Oh, morning stars together proclaim the holy birth. And praises sing to God the King and peace to men on earth. How silently, how silent the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his hand. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, Big souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel.